Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hi, I'm Bills defensive end Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Yeah. 2022. We here. Hey, 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 let's go, Buffalo. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. All right, guys. Let's get right in it. I know some of you guys are already requesting the mic. So let's talk Buffalo Bills 20-17 to loss against the New Jersey Jets in New Jersey. Uh, that was... Uh, such a, it was like a, a mentally and emotionally defeating game as a Bills fan. Something that I did not think was going to happen today. Uh, the Bills were, I believe it was a 10 and a half or 11 point spread by game time. And I thought that, uh, you know, maybe they don't win by that many, but at least a score, probably two. And, uh, that, well, it, I couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk generalities, uh, by the way, this is Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. This is our Twitter space. Sorry, I did not mention that earlier. Uh, we do one of these after every game whenever we can. Um, I'm your host, Nate. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, if you're in the Western New York or Central New York, New York area, please check out the DeLago Resort and Casino. You will not regret it. Uh, again, Bill's losing to the Jets 20 to 17 and uh, such a, such a, uninspired performance by the Buffalo Bills. Now, you could blame injuries for that, but uh, part of this, I feel like, is just an extension of last week's game. The Bills just put up more points last week against the uh, the Packers. They could not put up any points. Minus Josh Allen's legs today, they could not get in the end zone. And let's not talk about Josh Allen's arm, because that was subpar, to say the least. Uh, if you listen to our podcast on a weekly basis when we do our recap, I usually give a fire emoji rating for Josh Allen's performance. And five fire emojis is, you know, an excellent, excellent Josh Allen uh, Josh Allen game. And this was, uh, what would you give that? What would you give it? One and a half, two fire emojis? One and a half? One and a half only because he ran the ball, because when he was throwing the ball, he looked worse than Zach Wilson did. Uh, they were getting pressure on the Bills. Uh, offensive line, which we knew... The Jets have a very good defensive line. We knew that was going to be an issue. Questenberry was just so outmatched all game. They tried to help him out. It didn't matter. Uh, Quinton Williams was getting pressure from the interior. And then when Josh Allen actually had time, it felt like he was trying to throw the ball to Jets defenders. Uh, this is something we have. And that was kind of an extension of last week, too. Um, I haven't really seen Josh Allen make those kinds of mistakes and mental errors in a while. And uh, he did them again. That extended into this week. Uh, so, uh, really, really, it was a rough game. It was a rough game as the Bills fans. Um, as you know, always try to get you guys in for 
you know, giving your thoughts. I'm going to give my thoughts a little bit later on and also, you know, in our recap podcast that we release every Monday morning. But this is a chance for you guys to get in and give me your thoughts and uh, and try to uh, try to go off. I mean, this is a vent session. You're upset. I'm upset. Let's talk about why this happened and let's hope that this isn't going to happen again and, and say why it might. So, uh, Juan, I'm going to go over to you. I'm going to add you as a speaker. Juan, just go to the bottom left-hand corner, and you're in. Yeah, man. I just want to say that um, I didn't expect them to blow him out either. I didn't think that that defense wasn't uh, up to par enough to, you know, shut them completely down, meaning the Jets' defense against the Bills' offense. That interior line, as you just spoke about and alluded to, is good. It's actually better than our offensive line as a totality. But this is why the OBJ thing needs to be done. It's not because Gabriel Davis is not a viable number two receiver. It's not because he hasn't stepped up in big moments. It's because you have a quarterback that is better when he has all of his weapons to distribute the ball to. You cannot expect Hines that just got to the team and Cook, who is still learning how to be a player in the NFL, to just all of a sudden go into a hostile environment and perform. These coaches have to take accountability as well. When you have the defensive players that you have on this defense, we should not be getting out-muscled like that week in, week out. This is the third week in a row where the, the run offense for the opposing team has out-muscled us. So, yes, there are guys out. Yes, but that comes with preparation. You knew these guys weren't going to play Friday, Thursday. You know, so the same way that we talk about Josh Allen having a bad game and throwing bad interceptions and doing the things that he does, Leslie Frazier and that coaching staff, you got to start talking about that. Because this goes back to the Kansas City game with the 13 seconds left. You want to be technical about it. We should have been talking about the coaching staff, all the hooping, hollering about who deserves a head coaching job. They need to start taking the goddamn crap when they, when, they, when, they, when they coach like crap. And it was crap today. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Juan. I appreciate you giving, uh, giving some emotion, man. For sure. Go Bills. Uh do, there is nothing that Juan said that I don't, I can't disagree with. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, he mentioned Odell Beckham Jr. Man, I thought going into the season, the Bills with Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs and Dawson Knox and whoever else, like they were going to be good. Uh, Josh isn't finding those guys now. He found Stephon Diggs on a couple of great passes. Um, but other than that, I mean, who who stepped up on the Bills receiving core? Uh, Gabe Davis, uh, it was his second really bad game by Gabe Davis. I mean, J- Mike gave him the wall of shame last week in the win. And uh, that continued this week. That play uh, just couldn't just couldn't be open for Josh Allen when he needed to. Um, and then ta- p- past that, I mean, Dawson Knox has had an underwhelming season so far this year, especially after getting that extension. And then it's just a no man's land of receivers. I thought Isaiah McKenzie was going to step up in the in the uh, slot role. He has not. Jameson Crowder, um, I don't know, he was active, I believe, but he's just not there. And then you have, you know, uh, Naheem Himes, who just got there. We can't rely on him, just like Juan said. Uh, and then, you know, other Odell Beckham Jr., man, that sounds a lot better now. At the beginning of the season, I'm like, yeah, 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 we'll see. It's like now, is it a necessity to get him? Do we need to get Odell Beckham Jr. just to stay viable in the AFC or even in our own division? Guys, we are 0-2 in the division. We... We might not, I mean, we might win the, div- can you win the division if you don't <laughs> have the best division record, but you have a better record? Yes, you still win the division. It's it's crazy. I haven't even had to think about that. 
but I just had to think about it now. But and then Leslie Frazier, like another terrible game plan. The the guys aren't tackling. The guys in the defense are getting run over and not able to stop the runner. They're not getting in. They're they're making Zach Wilson look like Josh Allen today. Zach Wilson is just throwing slants and a few other passes, and the guys aren't the DBs aren't getting good enough coverage. The DBs and linebackers aren't tackling well enough. I'd, I'm curious to see if it was another game where they used all nickel coverage because this might have been a game where you wanted a third linebacker. Of course, they had Matt Milano out. Man, has a guy ever been missed so much as a game like today? I mean, we all love Matt Milano. Matt Milano is a freaking stud. But uh, I thought Tremaine Edmonds looked good early. But, man, halfway through the game, like they could have used Matt Milano instead of Terrell Bernard. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> yes, Juan, yes. Everything you said and more. Colby, I'm going to go to you, my man. Uh, I'm adding you as a speaker right now. Let's, let's, let's talk. Let's vent, man. Oh, hey, Nate. How you doing? <laughs> I've been better. I've been better if I'm honest. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. You know, this was a hor- You know, it was a birthday wish. I wanted them to win. And God damn it, man. <laughs> um, but I got three things and I'll be quick. Um, one, I feel like Matt Milano's presence is very much missed. Uh, two, uh, if someone says Zach Wilson is better than Josh Allen, they are entirely wrong. Uh, maybe this game. I mean, but in reality, I feel like you take the run game out of the equation. Zach Wilson is not that good, in my opinion. The Jets' run game was perfect today. And uh, the next thing is Josh clearly is not okay at the end there he was clearly not okay and i feel like we need to put as much ice bubble wrap around him as much as possible during the week because we got a tough one going against uh the vikings next week uh but i love the pod man uh sucks that i didn't get a win after my birthday but you know go bills yeah 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 man happy birthday to you colby sorry it couldn't be better hey when you say josh allen is not okay did you mean during the entire game or at the end when he got hit and he was, uh, and he, and he, uh, it was like kind of like a strip sack and the ball came out and his hand, he was kind of wiggling around like it, uh, it got stretched back. So, um, when I say that he's not okay, I mean, it was the last, the, that last little play, it just seemed like his, he kept clutching his arm. And I, as a former quarterback myself, you know, I, I've taken some stingers in the arm and it does not feel great. And, um, uh, I just, I know when someone's mechanics are off. And so it's just kind of, you know, it, I don't think it's been like a, you know, daily, I, like people were saying like, man, Josh Allen hasn't been the same since Packers game, the uh, second half of Packers game. And it's like, no, it's just, it, you were up. So he, you know, he's probably going to make a little bit of mistakes. I mean, the Packers and, the, and then the Packers, you know, switched their defense and tried to, were trying to make him make mistakes and he made mistakes. This was a game that the Jets took that strategy and made it the same. Also, our all-line didn't hold up very well. And then a bunch of other things just didn't go our way. Um, You're not playing at home either. Uh, But at the end there, I do think Josh Allen was not the same. You know, he he definitely took a stinger uh, to his uh, wrist. uh, it, It looked more actually like his elbow, but he kept grabbing his wrist like crazy. And I know that hurts, man. So... But uh, this, yeah. this is kind of a wake-up call for them, though. 
Yeah, yeah, no, you're 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 absolutely right. I hope this is a wake up call. I mean, they won last week, so uh, I mean, it was another lackluster performance, but they won. Um, they couldn't get over that this week. So, so that last pass, Colby. I mean, I know you know it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen could throw that with fifty percent of his right arm, right? Like he could still make that pass. Um, you just made me think of something when you're watching that pass. I I was kind of curious. I didn't even have time to really talk about it on Twitter or anything like that, or, or text the buddies in the group chat. Did you think that was pass interference on that last pass where he just threw it deep? A hundred percent. Like, uh, so, and I told you, uh, like I said before, I'm a former, I'm a former quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, it might be at the lower tier level, but I'm a former quarterback. I know when, you know, things don't look right. And I mean that I also played wide receiver back in the day too. And I, that was clear as day passing interference. I mean, <laughs> sauce is really right in front of him and Lily knocks at his hands as Davis is going up to make the catch that if if that's not interference then you know I'm Helen Keller <laughs> like it's it's that's blind that's clear blind refereeing from the refs and that just infuriated me and it's crazy Josh Allen got that pass off with a hurt hand most likely mm-hmm. So just, I don't like the Josh Allen slander from certain people. And Zach Wilson is not better than Josh Allen. He just, Zach Wilson has a good run game. He has running backs that compliment him. You know, Josh has himself. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Devin Singletary, James Watt, and James Cooks, and Naheem. Where was Naheem? Naheem is good, and they needed to put him in the offense, man. And it's just, it wasn't allowed in this game, and it just infuriates me. But. Like I said, man, we're just going to look ahead. This is a wake-up call. Go Bills. Bills by 90, man. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, Colby. You're the man. I appreciate it. Go Bills. Thank you. Uh, man, two two great uh, listeners, callers in, whatever you want to call this Twitter space. Um, and Colby brought up a lot of good points. Um, I, I haven't seen a lot of the Zach Wilson slander, or at least the Josh Allen slander of Zach Wilson being better. I think he was better today. I do not think Zach Wilson is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. I don't think anyone would have uh, would have argued that. And and also, like you know, speaking of Zach Wilson, like the pressure that Josh Allen was seeing all day, Zach Wilson just wasn't seeing. Now there was that really great strip sack that Von Miller had. And then it was given right back by Josh Allen because he threw a pick like two plays later. But that was an amazing play. But other than that, I mean, Greg Rousseau went out with an injury. Speaking of injuries, Greg Rousseau went out. Kair Elam went out. Uh, who else? Jaquan Johnson went out at a point. Um, and, and, you know, the Bills just could not create pressure on Zach Wilson. And if you guys know anything about Zach Wilson, he is terrible under pressure. He was, I think before this game, he was 7 for 31 and 128 yards or something to that effect. Um, when pressured, and that's not including blitzes, just pressured by four-man fronts. And uh, so, yeah, so Colby was right there. Um, the Jets' run game was just better than the Bills' D. Uh, again, I mean, the Packers were doing it, but at least last week the Packers were coming were behind, and they're just trying to, you know, try to get anything going against the Buffalo Bills, and it didn't really matter at that point. But this week the Jets were still in it. They were still very much in in it, and the run game they almost ran out the clock with seven minutes left. In the fourth quarter, uh, if it wasn't for the Bills' three timeouts, uh, they would have. They probably would have. Um, and then you know, Josh Allen being not okay. Colby mentioned the wrist and or possibly like a stinger in his arm. Um, I'm I'm thinking Josh Allen's not okay mentally for some other reason. 
And I'm not sure why that is. I blame the mustache, if we're being honest. I think it's the mustache. For some reason, he's been playing terrible with it. Josh, I don't know if this is a, a part of your contract with Gillette, that you have to keep some facial hair. I would think Gillette would want you to be completely clean-shaven. So either go that route or grow out the beard again. You have to do something. When you're Stash Allen, it's been terrible this season. <laughs> Just absolutely, you know, compared to compared to normal Josh Allen, terrible. So, um, you know, it's funny. I was texting with uh, the co-host of this podcast and saying, you know, halfway through the game, um, John was saying, you know, the Bills are going to have to win by a defensive touchdown because Josh can't do anything. And, you know, he wasn't wrong. Um, as for that, I want to hear the next person that comes in. I think it's going to be Private Joker 2003. I want to hear your thoughts on that last play being pass, uh, pass interference. I thought it was clearly, um, in my opinion, if you're based on NFL rules, if you're not looking back towards the ball and the receiver has to come back to the ball and they're not allowed to because you're in their way because you're just standing there, I don't think Sauce had a lot of contact with uh with Gabriel Davis he did touch him and he did get in his way but if Gabriel Davis can't go back to the ball then it's pass interference right should have been first and goal at the or first and goal it should have been first and 10 at like the Jets 28 yard line or whatever it was could have possibly been an easy kick again Tyler Bass not having a great day either we're going to talk about that uh in the recap pod but uh but let's let's go into uh let me ask private joker 2003 real quick the private joker uh Hey, man. Hey, man. Before you get into what you're going to say, pass interference or no pass interference on that last play? Oh, man. Bill's Mafia is not going to like my answer. I, I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. I heard I, I heard you and the last um, guy in there talking about it, but I think that they're I think both of them looked like they were kind of hand fighting before that. So it looked like it was hard for me to say who was really like initiating the contact at first. It looked like they both had their hands up and that they were basically you know, Gabe Davis was trying to keep a little bit of space between him and Sauce, and Sauce was basically trying to stake his space and say, I have just as much right to it as you do. So it was just hard for me to say. And I think in that kind of a situation, you're hardly going to ever see the refs. I mean, you do see it sometimes, especially Patriots version Tom Brady would always get those kinds of (laughs) calls every every time. (laughs) But yeah, but I don't think that's the reason why they lost the game. I'll just put it that way. Like that would have you mind if I get into that? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Go right into it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, unfortunately, that this is going to be insufferable, probably, for the next couple of days on, like, social media and Twitter, because there's there's going to be a lot of really extreme reactions to this game, which is understandable, in some ways, looking at the product that was on the field this last week. But um, I think, in, in reality, if you would have just changed around the factor of Allen just being, I mean... I understand that he was hurt like towards the end, but I mean, he is, is, he's a great quarterback, like for sure an MVP front runner, you know, for most of the season. But uh, he, those, those throws, those interceptions were just like the ones that you hear about Zach Wilson making, not Mm -hmm. or ones that Allen would have thrown like early in his career. I mean, they were bad interceptions, just drive killing inexplicable, like right to the other team. Like, it's not like, I don't know how he didn't see, those players running in to make those interceptions. So, I mean, if you just take either one of those away, they probably win right there. And then if you look at on the defensive side of the ball, I, I don't really think that we're really considering the number of injuries as much as we should be because they've been able to play through some of them this season. So, you know, with Poyer being out and, you know, Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson have done a good job up until this game, actually. Jaquan Johnson, I thought, was really bad 
uh, this game, especially in he, he dis- like just totally got uh, destroyed for a couple of those huge running plays by Carter. But um, just with the number of people, I mean, I think that Milano was probably the straw that just broke the camel's back. But then you had, I mean, Rousseau has been honestly almost as good as Von Miller with with pressure this year, which is that's probably sounds like a crazy maybe that's hot take ish, but they have like about the same number of sacks. So when you look at all of the people that they had out in defense, I think that that is a lot of the explanation for what we saw going wrong with like the running and the bad tackling. It's just that you've got so many, so many second string dudes that are playing. But I mean, I think my, my overall feeling of this is that Allen's not, I don't know what Allen's deal is the last couple of games, but if he's, as, as long as he's not actually injured, um, he's not going to keep on playing this bad. So I'm not worried. And if he wouldn't have played this bad, they still would have put up probably around 27, 30 points this game. And then on defense, they're not going to have this number of injuries every single week. They're going to be have players coming back. So I personally am not really that stressed out about this game, although it feels kind of shitty right at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no, that's you bring up some great points, uh, Private Joker. It was it just let me just give you a quick stat line. You might have seen it already. Josh Allen, 18 for 34, 205 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, if, it, if it wasn't for his rushing stat line of 86 yards and two touchdowns, I mean, you'd be like, this is this is an awful game. That's a Zach Wilson-like stat. Yeah. You know, like in a game that he loses. He was bad. So, <laughs> he was, yeah, he was that. Yeah. And, and I think you're 100% right, specifically with the interceptions. It's it's not that he got interceptions because even the best quarterbacks throw interceptions. I mean, we saw Patrick Mahomes throwing right to Taron Johnson, um, but just the fact that like he's completely missing guys and throwing it right to the defender in stride. It's almost like it's almost like the defender's not even making a play on the no, ball. Ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I mean the Taron Johnson one that you referenced. Taron Johnson came off of his man and undercut that and drove on the ball really well to make it. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. That not not what not what happened today. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. I appreciate your point. Thank you very much for coming in, man. I appreciate it. Um, hey, go Bills! Though, still got to say it. Go Bills! Absolutely. You know, I I I I like the uh, level headedness of that discussion because, like you said, you know, it's not the end of the world. I mean, it's still fresh for me. I'm still angry, and I think a lot of us listening or talking about it are still angry. But in the grand scheme of things, it is just one loss. The Bills have had, you know, even the even the Patriots uh, during their dynasty, when they would win, how many Super Bowls they won? Seven, six? Can't remember. But they put down some stinkers to division rivals. Now, did they put them down to the Buffalo Bills? Not that often, but they did it to the Jets and the Patriots uh, and the Dolphins in that time frame. Like, this is one of those games. There were games that Brady played like garbage. Now we didn't see them that often because he always destroyed the Buffalo Bills. But he would have these kinds of games against the the Dolphins and, and Jets. Uh, I'm just hoping that it's it's not a long term thing with Josh, and I don't think it will be. Uh, I just don't know what's going on in his head with that, like throwing to guys that are. I mean, his his receivers are open, and it's not a matter of him not getting the ball to them. He's throwing to the guy behind them. The guy that can't keep up with his receiver, that's just, that, I mean, Zach Wilson didn't throw any balls like that today. He didn't throw it. Maybe there was one that was almost picked off. There was another one where Josh should have been picked off. That he should have had three interceptions today. Only had two. Um, and, and Private Joker's right. I mean, without Josh Allen, you know, t- playing like that today, they win that game. They win that game for sure. Lonnie, my guy Lonnie's been waiting for a long time. 
So I'm going to get right over to him, Lonnie Engel. Uh, my guy, what what is going on? Hey, Nate. Appreciate you letting me hop on here, man. Absolutely. Hey, um, so again, uh, being stuck here in central Illinois, I wasn't able to uh, actually – uh, see the game. Uh, I was watch or I was listening to it on uh, Sirius XM. Uh, the Bills call there, but um, and I guess you guys kind of answered my question really. Um, but just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on like uh, Josh Allen's play. I mean, was it? Do you feel like is it because he's being pressured or was his throws just that bad? So let me let me say this, Lonnie. Um, I think he definitely got pressured today, and that might have led to a couple of the. Aaron throws, but he was just missing on guys all day today, whether he was pressured or whether he wasn't pressured, because there was the second interception where he had a ton of time because they were literally only, you know, rushing him with four guys. Uh, But in his defense, the offensive line was not holding up um, very well at all. Um, Questenberry is not as good as Spencer Brown. Mm -hmm. That's clear as day right now. Um, He was getting owned most of uh, the game. And uh, they tried to help him out. They tried to help him out with uh, the tight end or Reggie Gilliam has like somehow just given him some sort of, and it didn't matter. I mean, up the middle, uh, Quinton Williams was taking advantage of Morse, Saffold, Bates. Uh, it didn't matter. Uh, so I think it was a combination of both, but uh, Allen couldn't get out of his own way even when he had a chance to. There were a couple of really good throws to Stefan Diggs, but other than that, um, it felt like he was forcing things. You know what I mean? Which right. we're not used to seeing from Josh Allen, especially this season. We're not seeing him for like, remember that interception against the Packers last week to Jair Alexander, right? He, for, he forced it to him. It felt like, um, there was a lot of that, those kinds of passes. It felt like all game, uh, from Josh Allen. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I appreciate it, man. And I, yeah. I will, I will say every time I get on here though, I'll, I will say it, uh, uh, just want to give you props for your, uh, circle wagons podcast. It's awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll just move on from here and, um, go bills. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Lonnie. Thanks. Thanks for saying that too. I appreciate that. That sort of stuff never gets lost on us for, for the people, those of you that are longtime listeners to circling the wagons before we did the Twitter spaces podcast. Um, and then we're going into, you know, obviously a recap later on, but, uh, but definitely appreciate that Lonnie and, uh, and all of that, um, never gets lost on us, even, even in a loss, even when, the Bills play like garbage. Uh, certainly appreciate it. Um, we're going to go into uh, Daniel. Daniel Polly. Uh, Daniel, uh, welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast. It, 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 real quick, this is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Daniel, on the bottom left-hand side, it'll let you turn your okay, mic on, gotcha, so you just got to hit gotcha. that. I, uh, well, hey, Nate, thanks for taking my uh, call, I guess. But uh, I'm kind of a newbie. <laughs> yep. kind of a newbie to your podcast here, but I've been watching a lot, especially this season, um, and you guys do a great job. Uh, Thank you very much. So I'll get right into it. My uh, Josh Allen, you know, I mean, we expect this guy to be superhuman. You know, we expect him to do the unspeakable every single snap, every game. You know, it's, uh, it's something you can't really ask of everyone, you know, of someone, even though he does it <laughs> more than more than you would think. Um, my, my biggest thing from this game was, you know, we didn't have, there's no, you know, I know we got digs and you got all these superstars, but we didn't have a guy come and step up and, you know, take the load off him. He didn't, you know, digs. Yeah. He had a couple of plays where he broke out and got open and he had Josh missed a lot of guys, but he also had a lot of guys dropping the ball. Davis dropped, you know, a couple of balls. He dropped that one at the end, which 
probably should have been pass interference, but um, and Josh, you know, the offensive line had had a pretty tough time with that Jets D. You know, they talked all week about you know how good this defense was, and you know they they stepped up a little bit. But yes, Josh made I mean, that first interception kind of sets the tone for the game. He that I was I was flabbergasted. <laughs> that's that's you don't use that word very often, but when I saw him throw <laughs> that ball to just a lot, it looked like a, just a I don't know baseball reference, just a second baseman throwing it to the first baseman. The guy who just he just tossed it right to the wrong team. Um, so I, I that kind of set the tone. We weren't able to run the ball, you know, missing Matt Milano, missing, you know, Matt Milano is, I mean, just look at that game. If Matt Milano's in that game, they're not running the ball like that. They're not throwing those, those screens. They're not, you know, they're not, a lot of those plays don't happen with Matt Milano in the game. Um, so, you know, and, you know, this backup safeties, yeah, they, you know, I heard someone talking about Johnson. Yeah. He, you know, what do you expect out of your backups? You know, they, they're trying to do the, you know, what they can do, but you know, they, they're going to miss more than they're going to make probably. You know, that's why they're backups. Um, but I think my biggest thing was, you know, the Milano and, you know, the fact that, you know, we didn't we didn't have another guy coming out there, and, you know, breaking four, breaking three, four tackles. You know, Singletary, when he got hit, he was down. You know, when when we caught the ball, no yards after catch, um, you know, so it, and Josh was on the run all game long. Seemed like a four man rush was killing us all game long. He was on the run after two seconds, snap the ball, trying to evade, snap the ball, you know, so. um so I, I take it as you know it was a it was a far it was a hard fought game. You're gonna you know no game's gonna be easy. Like Josh said, it's not you know it's not easy to win in this league, and you know especially when your quarterback plays like shit. You know he wears it on his chest. He he takes complete responsibility for you know what he did. But uh, um, so I don't know. I'll uh, listen to what you got to say, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely, Daniel. Go, Go Bills. Bills, dude. That was awesome for for someone that's their first time, man. Uh, good. Do you want to be a co-host, a regular co? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. You're the man. Um, man, everyone's been crushing it. Um, it's funny. Real quick before I I talk about Daniel's points. Um, I have some really good friends. Um, some good listeners. People that have been listening for a long time have been mentioning how much they really enjoy the Twitter Spaces uh, recap podcast because you get so many more uh, voices. I mean, we have three voices in our recap pod because there's three of us talking, which I think is kind of unique and I really enjoy, but getting your guys's perspective is really great. And, uh, and it's just been shown again, um, in this episode, but, uh, to, to put Daniel's points, I mean, one of the things he mentioned, you know, first was like, nobody stepped up on offense today. And he's absolutely right. Uh, specifically he mentioned Gabe Davis, but mentioned that nobody really out, you know, Gabe Davis has been in a slump the last couple of games. I thought, coming out of that injury that, you know, he's getting healthier. He had that uh, great game. What was it? Uh, it was before the Packers game, before the bye week. It was, what was it? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Steelers? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, they looked, he looked great. And now the last t- two games um, has just been really, really rough. Uh, and like dropping balls, not fighting for balls. Um not being the guy that we thought. I mean, I labeled him as a top 15 wide receiver just a few weeks ago, and uh, not that today. Uh, Stephon Diggs doing what he can. Um, and, you know, another great point Daniel brought up is no yards after catch for the Bills. I bet you if you were looking at the yak for the Buffalo Bills versus the Jets, it was probably a differential of like, you know, 50, 60% more for the Jets today. The Jets, when it was yards after contact too, like in a running play, yards after contact, the Jets were just grinding it out. The Bills were 
Again, another game with a lot of missed tackles. Just so many missed tackles by the Buffalo Bills. Um, their linebacker, well, linebackers, there's only two of them on the field, and one of them was a rookie today. Um, can I just be honest? I think maybe, after thinking about it, maybe, I know jo- or Sean McDermott doesn't like having his rookies play. Maybe today wasn't a good day to have Terrell Bernard out there. Maybe they should have had Tyrell, Tyrell Dotson out there. And I know Tyrell Dotson is more of a, middle linebacker uh, backup, but today they could have used some beef in the linebacking core, a little bit more so than they had. Um, but yeah, playing for the Jets, I mean, it was another it was another game where the Bills couldn't get out of their own way, it felt like. They couldn't tackle. Uh, sloppy tackling, uh, another that goes back to Leslie Frazier, coaching, um, and then, you know, maybe talent-wise, I mean, Dan- Daniel brought up the fact that, you know, we have backup safeties, we have backups everywhere, injuries across the board. I mean, you can only expect so much injuries. The Bills have been able to mask so much this season uh, from injuries, and this is not the season that we want injuries. Like, let's wait till next season. After the Bills win a Super Bowl, let's get those injuries out of the way, you know, then. Let's, let's, let's you know, rein it back in a little bit, um, football gods. But um, I, I got time for one more. Um, I got to run. I got to cook dinner for the family, but um, appreciate you guys all coming in as usual. Um, uh, I'm going to do this one uh, real quick to uh, Maverick. Maverick, I'm adding you as a speaker on the bottom left-hand side. Maverick, go ahead, buddy. Hey, how's it going, Nate? Hey, good, good. How are First you First time, long time for me. Um, I'm curious, with these teams playing cover two against us, as Michael Robinson uh, pointed out, where do the Bills get the run game from? Where do they get a player that can just catch a short pass and take it to the house. It seems like I watch these other teams, like they have Tyreek Hill or Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson that are able to just take a dig and take it right to the house. I mean, I'm not, that can't manifest itself this year, but it seems like the Bills do have an explosive offense, but we have to work for it, man. Like we have to go, you know, the whole field almost every time with the exception of a couple plays. It, maybe this is just, you know, recency bias and frustration speaking out, but it just seems like our explosive offense, although explosive, just seems to have to grind for it. And that's all I have to say. No, I I love that. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming in, Maverick. Appreciate that. Go Bills. Yep, go Bills. Uh, I love that point. I love that point because uh, I've been thinking about it the last couple of weeks, and it hasn't burned us, but um, why – is the offense so vertical all of the time? It feels like we never get to get those easy plays like Maverick just mentioned. How come we don't we can't do a, a bubble screen and have it go for 60 yards? How come it can't be like a dig route, like he mentioned? So how come we can't uh get some yak in between like a like a Cole Beasley play from you know a couple of years ago where it just ends up going for 50 yards? Like that doesn't seem to happen. And I think it's I think it's part of the offensive scheme, but I also think it's part of the talent on the Buffalo Bills. Isaiah McKenzie was supposed to be that guy. He's that fast route runner. By the way, I'm I'm all for Shakir. I'm a free Shakir guy from now on. I like Isaiah McKenzie. I think he has a purpose. I don't think it's as a starter. I'm sorry. I, I think he's had enough chances. I think he's shown well in a few instances, and we were trying to see if that was the case. I don't think that's the case. It's time to start looking at other options and uh, maybe they see Naeem Himes as like that sort of option that can play out of the slot too. Um, I'm not so sure about that, but yeah, yeah. To, to have like a Tyreek Hill, of course, Tyreek's a freak. Um, 
but to have that sort of play or that sort of play calling. I mean, when we watch the Kansas City Chiefs when they're not playing the Buffalo Bills, uh, I'm always astounded at how Andy Reid just creates open players, like just creates motion, creates uh, just running routes for for the receivers where there's not a guy on them. And they take that ball, maybe it's only a five-yard catch, but there's space in front of them. Um, we haven't seen a whole lot of that. And maybe that's because of the cover to coverage, uh, the Maverick just mentioned. I'm not sure what it is, but I think that, uh, Ken Dorsey is going to have to really start looking internally as to why we're seeing that. But in my opinion, I think if Josh plays a normal game, an average game for him, the Bills win this game. Josh is off for whatever reason. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I think this is the main reason the Bills lost today, but compounding along injuries, along everything else that you all have mentioned, um, that's, that's all, that's all part of it. It's all, it's all the reason why the Bills are lost today against the Jets, who, who are a much, much better team than we've seen in recent years. I mean, it wasn't just all Bills mistakes. The Jets are a better team. Now they're more built like a Baltimore Ravens 2000 team where like they have a good run game. They have a good, (laughs) they have a good defense and they have like, a game manager maybe, but, uh, you know, it's still a much better team than what we've seen in, in the past. And I'm okay. Last one, last one. Okay. I, I lied. Maverick Maverick's not the last one. I'm going to go over to, uh, Saxa Dave, uh, across the pond. I got to get some perspective, uh, from the UK over there. Dave, Dave, when you're there, come on in, let me know. Uh, let me know your thoughts real quick before we end this podcast. Hello, Dave, you're on. Sorry, fella. I thought you were going. I was like, ah, oh, no, he's not going to get to me. He's too busy. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> shocked. Sorry, fella. No, I just want to, no I'll, I'll try and be brief because obviously I know you've got things to do. But, you know, at the end of the day, fella, I want, without trying to be a homer because that game sucked, we, you know, we're six and two. We've lost two games to division rivals. But let's be honest, it's not going to go down to a division tie in that division. We're going to walk the division. But, you know, the only thing, the only thing that can beat the Bills is the Bills. The games we've lost, the Dolphins in this game, if we played half decent, you know, Gabe should have caught pass interference or not. Gabe should have caught that pass. Edmonds had an interception that apparently was a congested catch, uh, given credit to the offense that the offensive player didn't even have hold of. And, you know, Bass misses a kick, which would have tied the game up. So the only thing that can beat the Bills at the minute are the Bills. And, you know, we've had a couple of bad games, but for some reason off the bye, for my recollection, I don't know if I'm right, we always seem to play sloppy after the bye. And, you know, I'll see what happens next week. If it goes to three games, I'll start panicking. But at the minute, it's just, yeah, it's the Jets. Let them have a win. I don't care. It does, it's not going to be division matchups are not going to be what win us that division. We're going to win the division anyway. Yeah, yeah. Great points. Great point. Go Bills. Go Bills. Hey, cheers, mate. Thank you for coming in. No worries. Thanks for having me. Dave brought up a good point. Yeah, that Edmonds interception we did not talk about. I mean, we only have a certain amount of time in this in this Twitter space, but uh, at no point did it seem like Uzama had uh, possession of that, maybe towards the end when they're scrumming for that ball, but Ed- Edmonds did have that interception, and they showed in slow motion. Dude, dude, give it to the Jets' credit. They didn't make any mistakes like the Bills did. They didn't miss a field goal like the Bills did. Um, they ran a play right after that, so the Bills couldn't uh, challenge it. Uh, that was a smart play. And then they ran a fake punt um, right after that and got the first down. They didn't miss today. Minus that minus that opening kickoff, uh, the Jets, I mean, played a pretty solid, you know, mistake-free game. But minus that, that Von Miller strip sack and, and the opening kickoff. I mean, hand it to them. Uh, but, like, Dave, I like how you ended it. You ended it on a high note, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this Twitter space and being a part of this program. It means everything 
to be able to talk to Bill's Mafia and get your opinions uh, live right after the game. Um, definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you're not following us, please do uh, uh, at Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We will replay this uh, just in like an hour or so. I'm going to post it for those listening live, um, and you'll get your thoughts in there. Uh, we do a recap podcast right after this where we're going to give even more thoughts and get into more in-depth uh, conversation where we do our sweet sassy molasses plays of the game, our wall of famers, our wall of shamers, um, and anything else uh, that, that comes up just randomly or tangentially as we tend to do. So uh, appreciate all you guys tuning in. Thank you guys so much for the kind words about our podcast. Um, for sure, it never gets lost on us. I always, well, I sometimes tell our co-hosts because I know you Mostly mean me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Again, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Check out the Delago Resort and Casino. Um, there's so much there. It was so fun. Just went there this last weekend. Um, it was a blast. Um, gambled a little bit. Had some food. Had some drinks. I, I just, I just had a great time. We'll talk to you guys more about it on the recap podcast. Um, again, thank you guys all for listening. Go Bills, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Uh. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? No. Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No. I don't see nobody stopping us. No. Number one, no one on top uh. of us. What they gonna do in Matt Malone? Coming with the blitz off the edge Don't you throw it in the air Cause Trey White and Micah Hyde will intercept Von Miller getting double team Now the team getting easy sacks Russo with the double moves Coming straight for the quarterback Take him down, take him down McDermott clapping on the sidelines And the crowd going crazy Mafia, it's our time Josh Allen, it's your time It's the Mafia, yeah Sunday, one Bills drive Mafia, where you at? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. 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 It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. Mitch Moore snapped to Josh Allen, looking down the field, see no one open, so he scrambled right. He sees somebody open, but he off balance, so he gotta be focused. Dawkins with the block, Allen with the shock, 70 yards. Will it be called Gabe Davis or Jay Crowder? Down the field, past the whole roster, that Steph Diggs make it so easy. Touchdown, high Mark Phil rocking every Sunday. Got a hangover on every Monday. Get your bass kick, you know we winning. Josh Allen passing, who gon' pass us? With Devin and Cook, you know we great. If you're not a Bills fan, we don't relate. Nah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No one. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles.
circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>